Two nerdy librarians look at pop culture cornerstones from their childhood and decide if they are good enough to be shared with the next generation of nerds. Today's topic is a plethora of 90s music videos. We're like six episodes in while we're doing a clip show. Yep, we're doing a clip show. Um, well, we could talk about just one video, but it would be a real short episode, <laughs> um, I think. So we probably will end up doing lots of of different collections of music videos. So we wanted to start with the 90s one, and I'm sure we'll do 80s ones. We might do some specific humans uh, or specific bands at some point, but today human, we got some human? 90s ones. Hmm? Do you have any non-humans? I mean, maybe. Billy Corgan, kind of non-human. I don't know. If you watch Men in Black, they said that Michael Jackson was an alien, so I don't fucking know. Huh. No, I'm Elvis saying. was an alien. Yeah. Well. They are all? Okay. <laughs> this is important. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. So our first one that we're going to talk about is Black Hole Sun. So the music video for Black Hole Sun by Soundgarden. The album was super unknown. It was released in June 1994 and directed by British video director Howard Greenhall. A name. <laughs> G-R-E-N-H-A-L-G-H. Paul, what do you think on that? Green Hall. Sure. I'm going to eventually... There's, we're going to get a super cut of Beth saying people's <laughs> names. <laughs> i got to start looking these fuckers up first. Okay, good to know. All right. I have some fun facts. Paul, would you like to hear some fun facts? I always want to hear fun facts. <laughs> Great. Uh, Chris Cornell can be seen wearing a fork necklace in the video given to him by Shannon Hoon of Blind Melon who made it from a fork he got in Denny's when they were on tour together. Um, so I thought that was sweet. Uh, the band stated the video... Sweet fork. Oh, sweet fork necklace. I would uh-huh. wear a fork necklace if you made me one, Paul. A uh, fork? Okay. Mm-hmm. Listeners, you might not know that Paul is very crafty. Uh, the band stated that the video was entirely the director's idea and added our take on it was that at that point in making videos, we just wanted to pretend to play and not look that excited about it. Which, guys, <laughs> mission fucking accomplished. Yeah. So great. Um, it was actually released and then re-released with even more elaborate visual effects. So we'll oh, talk okay. About so now how do I know which one I saw? I'm pretty sure we saw the... The re-release? The re-release. Okay. Um, it won Best Metal Hard Rock Video at the 94 MTV Music Awards, which I forgot were a fucking thing and totally are a thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and Green Hall... Described his mini movie as a horror cartoon and an homage to the opening scene in David Lynch's Blue Velvet, which is like the firefighter in the Dalmatian at the beginning. Um, and his direction to everyone on set was to look basically fucking psychotic. Which oh, also, again, mission fucking accomplished, everybody. Um, so those are my fun facts. Paul, do you remember watching this video? I absolutely do. Me too. So in our last episode, Ren and Stimpia mentioned that I didn't have cable. Yeah. And I didn't have an MTV access except in the holidays and except when I was visiting certain family members who had cable. And this video is embedded in my memory. Mm, me too. And, and I was trying to figure out why 
beyond the obvious, but like, was it, did it get so much play? It got a ton of play, if I recall. I also watched a shit ton of MTV. My siblings are older than me, and the only thing that they would potentially, especially my brother, would allow on at the same time, you know, that I that we could agree on would be MTV. Oh, I so, see. Okay. Yeah, I said that weird. He yeah. didn't want to watch my kid shit, but he would definitely watch MTV, and I was like, <laughs> you're cool, let's watch it. Yeah. And I also feel like this video is embedded in the memory of like everybody around the same age do you want to know why why because it was real fucking weird it is really weird <laughs> that's why i wrote it's a weird sort of sort of touchstone uh this is like the first video paul put it, when we were like brainstorming yeah. which ones we should put he was like oh we're doing that one like obviously because and i was like yes we are <laughs> because it's so. like it's just it's there it's in my brain forever and yeah I don't know. It, it, I feel like it's, it's just, I think it's kind of a mediocre song ish. It's not like, I mean, it's, it's not it's, bad. Yeah. So the funny thing that I kind of wanted to ask you about, I guess in general about all of this is do you, if you really like a song, does it make you, like how much do they go hand in hand? A really good video for a mediocre song or, or a mediocre video for a really good song? Like I also remember this song being on fucking, 103.3 The Edge yeah. the radio station yeah, yeah. Constantly, constantly as, as you know so Can you, I, okay. and I'm sure when here's I here's a fun game that, for Beth name one other Soundgarden song uh, Spoonman oh okay okay. You I suck. know the thing <laughs> <laughs> don't make me sing it I will uh-huh. <laughs> so do you remember so, yeah. any other Soundgarden videos because I sure don't no and I they weren't that – from what I read, and I, I, I read a lot more fun facts than the ones I included, I will have you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the um, They weren't that into it, obviously. Into the video? No. Well, yeah. yeah, into the video making. I don't think any of those guys in any of those 90s grunge bands were that into no. that. So, so this was another thing as a kid. I was going to say, like, watching it now – the special effects are terrible, obviously. Oh, it's been yeah. a long time. The green screen is particularly bad. That's what I wrote! Green screen! Yeah, and... <laughs> but, when, the crazy smiles and stretching faces... Yes, so I disturbing. loved that as a kid. That was awesome. I don't know why I love it here and not... Um, right. So this is funny because I remember thinking it was really disturbing and yet I loved stupid Ren and Stimpy and that didn't <laughs> creep me out. But I remember thinking that this – it's not that I would like turn it off. I mean I yeah. liked it fine. But I do remember like it made me feel really uncomfortable in a way that like Ren and Stimpy did not. Okay. Um, because they are real people and then it looks Maybe weird. Then, uh, and they're all acting fucking psychotic. Are, like psychotic. the woman with the lipstick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And while she's watching the guy doing the push-up, like, all of it. My most disturbing moment is the ice cream girl. It's, oh, so yeah, yeah. I had made a note to myself that all the girls that are supposed to be little girls look too old to be little girls. Yeah. They look like they're more like 13, 14, and they're probably supposed to be like 9. Yeah. Did you think that too? Yeah, I would agree with that. I wonder if that's, like, on purpose or, like, an actor's union mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, maybe. like... I I couldn't like I don't know, but when she starts like like smashing that ice cream into her face and then letting it come out of her mouth like woof, <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it at all. It <laughs> was very gross to me. And then um, I did read in one of the many 
think pieces about this video that the mother was actually standing there watching. And he goes, yeah, when I told the girl to start barfing out the ice cream, her mother was horrified. (laughs) 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 So I thought that was like that her pretty little daughter was doing something so creepy, Mm -hmm. which I thought was pretty great. Watching this, I remember being a little taken aback by like the fucking budget that must have been involved. Like I forgot that videos cost money. I mean, I know they cost money. It's been so long since I've, like, watched a music video for a new song that, like, oh. think about, you know, these are commercials for albums, like, and just the whole completely different way in which we consume music. It's so different. It just kind of made me think of that, like, that there are these directors and, and budgets and scripts and all these people oh. working so hard to make these videos. Like, and I just, I haven't, I was well, such a part of my everyday life to watch MTV. And then I, I haven't thought about music videos. I think this is the beginning of it though. It's way bigger now. Elaborate. You're, you're saying this video made you think of like all the cost and planning. Just, and I mean, all, and I think the case that's, with it's, all it's, these that we watched that obviously were so elaborate. Uh, I just, I think the, like, Cost has only exploded. I don't disagree. I just remember as I was watching this, I just went like, oh, right. Like there's like special effects and like all this stuff like had to happen. And now I feel like your song comes out on YouTube and it's like you playing in your closet. Like, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, I get it. You know, like MTV was maybe a bigger thing. I I get what you're saying. But to be fair, it just was funny to think about the special effects in this video i think could be done i took a video editing class in high school and we had like the shittiest equipment there was and we could do these effects so right. i'm like <laughs> um i wrote these are some langoliers editing <laughs> fucking bullshit right here um did you ever watch langoliers paul uh, no um the, i know of um, it I, but I had never... once again everything is a spoiler uh at the end of the langoliers they fucking tomorrow gets eaten yeah by the yeah i know that and yeah they look like much like the edited quality of everything getting sucked <laughs> into the black hole sun. Yeah. Okay. Um, so do you think that the guy who made this was like, oh, I got to make a video. Hmm. Well, the name says some shit. We're going to go with that. Yep. <laughs> it literally means nothing, but. But then it was like a weird, I thought you were going to say something about this. I wanted to know if you, did you come across anything? Like I don't, I clearly don't do any research for this podcast, but <laughs> if, you had come across anything about what the band said the point yes. of the song was. Yes. Because the and video has a very – I think the video has a very, like, anti-suburban – It does. It has a very, like, creepy end of the world, y'all are bad people yeah. type of message. No, Chris Cornell's thing that he said when asked, and he was asked probably a billion yeah. times, was that he ate some cottage cheese that was bad and then wrote a bunch of weird shit. <laughs> nice. That's the You're best. You're welcome That's for the that. Best. It's a, it's a very earwormy song. It is. And I think if you really look, there are a lot of sets of the rhyming you know, parts of the lyrics that don't really mean anything, but then there are some that do seem like they mean something. And actually, specifically the line, no one sings like you anymore, he had said, was asked specifically about that in an interview, and he said some bullshit thing, and then someone else in the band was like, someone just said that to him. (laughs) That's why it was in the song. Like, so he typically would always keep lyrics um, and meanings for things pretty close to the Close to the vest, close to the chest. What's this? What's this? Anyway, oh, that he didn't talk about it, and so, so basically, he dodged it by being a sarcastic asshole, which, 
both of I think both you and I find kind of yeah, yeah. So we we should probably move on to the next video, but we gotta say yeah, like, yeah. Is so this does a, is um this a does Black Hole Sun? Uh, for me, this? yes. Yeah, me, yes yeah. too. Okay. Um, so definitely yes for me. So, all right. I will say this. It feels like, here's the thing maybe about our show. It feels like less of a commitment to put a music video in the nerd canon. Right? Because it's like, okay, three minutes of your life or whatever, and then it's over. Right, right. (laughs) Then a movie or an entire series of TV episodes or... Sure. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yes, for for to make someone watch a couple minute video, it feels a little bit different. But. Also, I will. I'm gonna confess that I will probably one of my goals as a parent is to expose my son to various all different kinds of music and styles. Sure, and sure. So I'm probably biased towards saying yes to because you want music to. in general. Right. Yeah, but is it a good song or is it important to watch the movie? Could you just ask Alexa to play it? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. I'm still going to say yes on the video. Okay, well, I'm just asking. Okay. Um, All right, so our next video is Buddy Holly by Weezer, released in 1994 and directed by Spike Jones. Fun facts are that it was Al Molinaro's final acting role before his death in 2015, so that was the last thing that he was in. And the single was released on what would have been Buddy Holly's 58th birthday. Uh, so this fucker won four awards at the 95 VMAs. Uh, so Best Alternative Video, Breakthrough Video, Best Direction, and Best Editing. And it was also nominated for Video of the Year. And I, Do you know what won the Video of the Year? I should. I just thought that as I read it. Mm-hmm. I should, but I don't. That's okay. I do have notes about that in a later <sighs> video. Such a failure. <laughs> <laughs> so disappointing. <laughs> um, the music video appears in an exhibit in the Modern Museum of Art. Really? And okay. Yeah. So this oh, like and some... also, it was included on the Windows 95 CD-ROM. Okay. Resulting in a skyrocket in popularity and earning Weezer a place in history. They did not tell Weezer that they negotiated with Microsoft to include it, and they were pissed. Yeah. They didn't have computers. None of the band members had computers, and they were really pissed uh, when they found out. And they were mad, but then they were like, you know what? Actually, it was probably the best thing that could happen to us. Can you imagine that happening today? It's like being the only video on YouTube. It's almost like Apple putting a full album of some band on everyone's Weird. device without yes, asking. Yes. <laughs> right. Except in that case, I'm sure you two was like, please put our, put our shit on the shit, please. Yeah. And then in this case, they did not know. Right. So that was interesting. And then according to drummer Pat Wilson, the video is achieved without computer graphics, only clever camera work and editing. So if you've never seen this somehow, it is Happy Days. <laughs> it's them singing in Happy Days. So, Paul, do you remember this one? Of course you do. Yes, absolutely. I think I put this on the list. I think so, too. You tell me your experience. Do you remember this? You tell me yours first. I do. I very much remember this. Yes. I very much remember it. I feel mediocre to positive about Weezer in general, (laughs) and I felt the same way about this video. Okay. (laughs) So... I, I wanted to put this on because I remember the exact moment where I was when I saw this video for the first time. Oh, shit! Here, here's a little extra thing, though. Uh, Happy Days was definitely way before my time. Maybe not yeah. way before, but I think it ended right around the time where we were born, maybe. Sure. Early 80s was when it was over. But you probably watched a handful of I, them in reruns. But right here's now. the thing. Happy Days 
was set in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Oh. And it was very much a Wisconsin connection. I grew up in Wisconsin. Uh, Kenosha, at the beginning of the Buddy Holly video, they'd say, you know, from Kenosha, Wisconsin. Yeah. Um, that's not far from my hometown. Like, my high school sports teams played against Kenosha-based sports teams. So Aww. it was like this – it was very much, as a kid, like, wow, this is – where I'm from, like this is right. a, a that was a thing that was like this is TV land, but also, holy shit, that like right, there was right. a connection, right? So that probably made me biased yes. towards it. Um, oh, totally. From the beginning. People from Buffalo lose their shit whenever anybody mentions yeah. Buffalo in anything. And, Absolutely. <laughs> uh, and Happy Days was something that was like, as a person from Wisconsin, you sort of knew what Happy Days was. Yeah. Uh, Laverne and Shirley, same deal. Monday, Tuesday, Happy Days. And. So even though it was before my time, when it came on, I was very much aware, even as a kid, of, like, the editing that they had done to make it look like Weezer was in it, but they weren't really in it, you know. So I thought it was super cool. After seeing this video for the first time, I basically begged for the Blue Album. Sure. And... That became, that was one of my first two ever CDs that I got for like a Christmas awesome. or something. Awesome. And then I uh, proceeded to listen to it forever over and over and over again because mm-hmm. that's the CD. I had two CDs and that was one of them. But, <laughs> and I had a bunch of tapes, but whatever. That was my. Sure. Of course you did. Um, <laughs> and I would say now, I have a sort of mediocre opinion of Weezer. They're fine. It's not like... I've never been mad at them yeah. necessarily. Oh, no, that's a lie. That Beverly Hills song makes me <laughs> want to jump out a window. Um, but, but I kind of low-key want to make out with Rivers Cuomo. Okay. <laughs> Only because I know he wouldn't want to make out with me. It's like a weird i got to start keeping track of the supercuts. we got to have a supercut of every time Beth wants to make out with somebody. <laughs> yes, that should be a list. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert, it's a lot of people. <laughs> uh, so, but then, I would say honestly, at this point, if I look at the Blue Album, this is my least favorite song on the, on the album. Uh, yeah. Like, the, the video was this weird sort of... Is the sweater song on that one? Is what? The sweater song? Yeah. Undone? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, I never owned any of these albums, but they were certainly... They certainly got heavy play yeah. on both MTV and on the radio, and but I've heard all of them a ton. Buddy Holly doesn't feel like it belongs on that album. It feels like a totally different song than the rest of the album. Well, and let me ask you this. like, Do you think that it goes with this setup? Like, I know they say Buddy Holly and Mary Tyler Moore, but why Happy Days? Oh, I have no idea. No, I don't. Like, you're, you're right. I don't have any idea. That's my first note. What the fuck does this song have to do with it? And I went, oh, well, I guess that those people are named. And someone went, those are old-timey people. But, like, why is right. it not Mary Tyler Moore? I, like, I have I, no idea. Other than they could have a setup, like, where they could play in. Right. It, right. I, I don't know. It, it just. And, I'm not, like, mad at it, certainly, but I don't necessarily see why. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, I enjoy it. It's my least favorite song on that album. I I would definitely, I don't know, we're never going to do this, but I would definitely, I will play that album for my son, and I I will find that, like, that's an important touchstone for me, particularly because it was very early on in, like, my own musical formation and stuff. Absolutely. 
I also think this video is something, I'm, I guess I'm jumping the gun here, but this is, this is definitely in my nerd canon because I think the video actually improves the song. Uh, um, yeah, I see what you're saying. It's an interesting video. It was interesting to me at the time, and I, wa- I would want to show it. Uh, my one note is that their hair looks fucking ridiculous because they tried to, like, comb their hair into, oh, yeah. like, 50s style, but they all have, like, edgy 90s emo boycotts or whatever, and, like, yeah. it doesn't go. My favorite part in the video is if you watch closely at the – close to the end, the Fonz is d- doing his weird little dance, and yeah. part of it is him and part of it is a body double. Yes, it's a body double. And the body double is dancing, and you can see Weezer behind them, behind mm-hmm. the, the double. And then when it switches to the Fonz, the band's heads are cut off. It's like it's an actual shot, so it's not really oh, them. Okay. yeah. But at one point, he's, like, dancing, dancing, and then this weird shot, and there's, like, some person who's, like, laying down on the floor with this, like, crying girl or something next to them. Oh, weird. <laughs> it's, like, this weird, weird shot from the show where clearly yeah. something else was happening, and I don't have no, I had no idea what it was. Oh, but I there's just that. this, like, weird shot where this person's laying down on in front of the band stage. And then, of course, they're gone, the next shot. But So do, do I guess that this is not in your nerd canon? Um, correct. But back to what you were saying, just to make one other point, like you were saying that it improves the... Um, it proves this. I do. I, I think it's neat, but I don't. I, I guess I don't really get why. And um, <laughs> I will say this though: like, one thing I said to myself as I was doing this is like, man, I'm not that into this, but I know every fucking word. Like, yeah. it kind of back to what I said about the budgets with Black Hole Sun. Like, it made me remember that unless you were going to buy CDs at this time, like you were sort of at the mercy of what was in heavy rotation on the radio and on MTV. So like, even though Weezer wasn't ever my favorite, um, I still grew up with them because this was on all the time, but I think it doesn't go in my nerd canon because I, I think I like other Weezer songs better. That's true. And so I wouldn't pick this one. But as a video, what other video? It just doesn't, I don't know, but I don't, okay. it just, I remember it would come on and I'd be like, meh, cause I was just waiting for like something else. I don't know. Okay. Nine inch nails. I don't know. So, so yeah, for me, no. Okay. Speaking of nine inch nails. Speaking of nine inch nails, the <laughs> next video that we looked at was the perfect drug. <sighs> Guys. Okay. Okay. So, and then this is the real bummer of this is that, like, Char Esner, I, and I knew he didn't, but now I know for sure that this is, like, not his favorite, but it's my favorite. Mm. Okay. Uh, so Perfect Drag Nine Inch Nails, May 1997. It was on the Lost Highway soundtrack, which uh, he produced. Um, it was directed by Mark Romanek, who also did Hurt and Closer videos for Nine Inch Nails. So you probably wrote a similar note to this, but just to confirm, the theme is inspired uh, by 20th century artist Edward Gorey. Um, Lots of familiar... (laughs) Yes! Shocking! (laughs) Um, Lots of familiar Gorey elements, um, and also some other uh, iconic artwork, including The Kiss by Klimt. There was um, just a lot of that kind of... I love Edward um, Gorey. And then, then there's like a straight path to Tim Burton... From Edward Gorey yes. and that yes. whole thing. Can I? Can I? And my weird goth heart. Yes. Is, can, so we're talking about this. Can I? Can I break in? I have two things. Can, yes. Interrupt to my fun facts for two. So things. these are Edward Gorey things. If you are a fan yes, of Edward please. Gorey, there are two things I want to recommend that have nothing to do with okay. anything we're saying. One. Oh, but one, I can't one wait. is a game. 
is okay. a card game called Gloom. And oh. it is basically a uh, – if you play it the right way, it's a creepy collaborative storytelling game where you're trying to kill off your own family by doing horrible oh things to them. Oh, my God, I'm them. in. So we should it's, play it's a very fun game. And it has definitely has a lot of Edward Gorey influences in it, and that's number awesome. one. So, a uh, cool thing board first. game fun thing. And then okay. a thing the second uh, the second thing is a different game, <laughs> which is also Edward Gorey, I think, inspired. Um, all the artwork looks like it. It's called Don't Starve, and Ooh. it is basically if you want the experience of running around in a sort of Edward Gorey esque landscape. And, um, is this a video game? And it's a video game. So you, you, you have a little Edward Gorey person kind of thing <gasps> and you run around and you try and not die. And you're like trying to build a fire and make food for yourself. And there's like That's weird awesome. eyeball creatures that come and, uh, it's very fun for a while. Uh, awesome. <laughs> so yeah, those are not related to anything we're talking about, but I feel oh, like we're talking about Paul's games corner. Huh? <laughs> this has been Paul's games corner. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I have dumb games to make you play, and you have actual game suggestions. That's right. probably better. <laughs> um, okay. I have more fun facts. I got excited about Edward Gorey. Sorry. No, that's that's awesome. Uh, Joanne Gare's work with Nine Inch Nails on The Perfect Drug won her the makeup portion of the award for best hair and makeup in a music video. And sh- here is my personal note. is that this video was snubbed for the what? best music video oh, uh, that year. Um, fucking Jamiroquai won with his big oh, poofy man. fucking hat for Visual Insanity. And I will tell you that I distinctly remember my ass was on the couch staying up past my bedtime waiting until the end because they always do the good one at the end of the words show and I was so pissed. I forgot about so. Jamiroquai. I'm well, have to he lives to... in that was everywhere too. What's that? That yeah, was that's everywhere. Stupid. Yeah. All of that whole year, though, I was only trying to just watch the perfect drug video, so <laughs> I didn't give a shit about anybody else because I don't my think I ever saw. I never um, saw Jamiroquai video. I don't think he had a big dumb hat, and it was I want to say like the floor was moving, it was like escalator okay, floor is, moving thing. Virtual. I'm gonna have to go thing. listen. Yeah, I, I know the song very yeah, well, but not as good as the perfect <laughs> drug, uh, in my opinion. <laughs> Um, uh, so in 2005, somebody asked Trent, uh, what piece of work are you least satisfied with and why? And he said, the only thing I don't really like that much is the perfect drug. It was one of those things where I had a week to do it. And then he said of the video that it was married with a bloated over budget video. (laughs) (laughs) And so basically he said that like, it would be the least likely thing he would tell someone to watch if he had to like suggest something of his. Really? Okay. But my uh, goth teenage heart has such a boner for Trent Reznor, as does my grown adult 36-year-old woman heart. (laughs) And I fucking love this. Anyway, uh, my last fun fact is that it was never performed live until just 2018 was the first time it was ever performed live, this song. Um, And he always said because that the drums and the drum solo would make Jerome's arms fall off, in quotes, to which Jerome said, I got you, bitch, and he did it, and then... 
everyone was happy. Except that last for part, that last part was maybe an ad lib. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was, yeah, it was, that was always a big thing. It was never performed live. That was always the thing. And then until just recently. I don't know. All my notes are just me drooling over the hotness and amazingness of this. Like, literally, okay. my note is I can't even. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I tried to be smart for a minute, and I said something along the lines of there's a lot of, like, stillness for how, like, much, like, riotous movement is happening in the drum line and in the mm-hmm. music. There's a lot of, like, still picturesque shots where someone just moves really slowly, like one head will turn, but everything else stays the same. Yeah. You can say some of your notes because mine are real. Mine are just nonsense. <laughs> so I honestly was never a big fan of Nine Inch Nails. I mean, nobody's perfect. And yeah. You're totally wrong, but whatever. I definitely appreciated them, but it wasn't like my first choice of listening. When I was, this would be early high school for me, and I was very firmly into a classic rock phase of listening. Sure. Yeah. So yep. Beth looks very disappointed right now. Listen, uh, I know who you are. I still love you. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's um, very much remember the video it, i love the tint like the shading yeah. and it goes from this kind of like bluish gray mm-hmm. sort of feel and then the drums and it's green because it's absinthe green right the drums. okay yeah. i did write not until this viewing did i understand what absinthe was like uh, well every goth kid was like oh yes my wizened days of drinking <laughs> fake absinthe and doing the sugar porridge i wouldn't have known what absinthe was until probably <laughs> yes. five years after this video came out and then i probably wasn't watching it so yeah um, i didn't eat, it was just a green liquid like i didn't right right you know didn't connect it something is the the most disturbing thing in this video i love the the costumes and the skull and the vulture mm-hmm. and the maze and the whole thing cool. the most disturbing thing is when he's in the pool of water and he's got his hands up to his throat yep. he's sort of like clawing at his own throat yeah and that really mess i don't literally like my note is mm, the water <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, I love it so much. She's all wet. Yeah. No, it's I don't mind that. It's the clawing. It's like the the weird way he's holding his hands. So that's a pretty I'm doing it right now. You can't see me, but I'm doing it. He's doing it. He's doing it a lot. (laughs) Uh, that's a pretty common Trent Reznor thing to be a little bit beating on himself Mm -hmm. in this era. Um, there was a lot of BDSM gear kind of suggestions. There's a whole song called Happiness and Slavery uh, suggesting some things. Um, He definitely, like, beats himself up a little bit in in certain things, and and that's, yeah, the clawing thing. But he's he's acting. (laughs) I don't know. Whatever. It did it for me. Okay. I don't don't have much else to say. It's fine. It's (laughs) amazing. Um, I feel that this child, this androgynous child... Has a little bit of a girly Macaulay Culkin vibe. Oh, okay. Yeah. The, if you look at the close-up, the eye shape is very similar. So that's an important note. I remember as a child, not as a child because we were in high school, but, like, I remember, like, really not being that sure if I was looking at a boy child or a girl child on the first yeah. viewing or two. Not that it particularly matters, but, you know, it always gave me also, like, the Edgar Allan Poe sort of vibe of, like, he's obviously missing this per Like, that's the, the accepted right. version is that this child is dead and we're missing right. his child. Which is, and... that, I mean, that's worse as an adult. That's way worse it's as an adult. Way worse as an adult and he's going mad and he's yeah. drinking absinthe to that's, deal with it and he's that's... clawing his throat in the water. Sure. But at Horrible. the time I wasn't thinking about dead kids. I was thinking about let's make out in the water. <laughs> um, and so that's my song about that. Uh, <laughs> um, 
It clearly goes in my nerd canon and in other places, too. <laughs> <laughs> Should we have a spank bank list? Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know if... The, I, I This one is hard for me to decide. I mean, if you want to still be friends... No, it's... <laughs> <laughs> it's hard for me to decide because it wasn't... Like, I was tangentially aware sure. of it and like Nine Inch Nails just fine, but it was right. never my thing and it wasn't really a huge part of my, I guess, musical, yeah. um, what I was listening to at the time. So right. I guess the question for me is, is this important enough in general to say, hey, look, I wasn't really a huge fan, but here's something you should listen to. Right. And... I don't know. What's the answer to that question? Like, I don't know what your answer is. I'll, I remember this coming out and my sister-in-law at the time playing it on repeat in the car at top volume, just this song over and over and over again, because it was on a soundtrack album with kind of mediocre songs. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's supposed uh, well. But there are other Nine Inch Nails songs that are probably more iconic and that he yeah, probably would prefer. That's for sure. So I could see, for me, this particular video and this particular song were huge personally for me, but I could see why you wouldn't include them, you know, if you were total lame-ass or whatever. <laughs> Feeling very pressured. No, 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 no. I, I, I don't think you should if you don't. <laughs> I didn't put listen. Either, listen to the so listener. Pause right now and go back 15 <laughs> seconds. Just hit the little 15 second back button and listen to the disdain in no. Beth's voice as she's like, "I guess if you suck really hard, ah. you could say no." <laughs> I'm gonna say yes only because it seems like one where it's a particular thing that is a particular time that it's worth listening to. And this is where I said at the beginning, I'm biased towards saying yes to these right, things. Right, because it's not that much investment. It's not that much investment. And I'm looking, I, I, I want a broad, I think music in general, I'm going to recommend a broad right. spectrum, I guess, a, a sure. broad brush with music. But again, it was never my thing, but maybe it would be yeah, my son's thing. So Yeah, yeah. who knows? That's hard to imagine now, but we got a while before we have to show them these things. Well, right. <laughs> um, okay, our next one is Smells Like Teen Spirit. Uh, Nirvana, the Nevermind album, 1991, directed by Samuel Bayer. Bayer believed that he was hired because his test reel was so crappy that the band anticipated his production would be punk and not corporate, <laughs> which I thought was kind of adorable. <laughs> <laughs> had an estimated budget of between thirty and $50,000. The janitor was played by Tony De La Rosa. So this video won Nirvana the Best New Artist and Best Alternative Group Awards at the 92 VMAs. What I learned from my reading about it was that the moshing at the end, uh, the aggression and the extras was real. <laughs> they had been forced to sit all day on those bleachers and watch, like, several performances, and they wouldn't let them, like, get up and pee and move around and eat during. Um, so by the end, and I think I read that it was Cobain's idea to let them, like, get up and dance, and then they, like, went kind of apeshit. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. Kurt Cobain disliked the original edit, of it, the original final version, and he oversaw a re-edit, which created the final version that we see uh, here oh, okay. and on TV. Um, so the major additions were the penultimate shot, which is a close-up of his face. Yeah. Um, his face is obscured 
like pretty much the whole time. Right. And so he included his face and, and it really does hold on his face for quite a while there. And I made a note of that. Um, and another major change involved leaving out sequences of a principal that had been next to a loudspeaker kind of took him out. And then that teacher that's in the very last like bit, the teacher with the dunce cap, do you know of what I speak? Mm-hmm. Uh, he had been in it more. Uh, there had been more uh, parts with him, and they, he he took those yeah, out. So okay, there was just yeah, that kind okay. of last part. Um, and they had maybe had more scenes of the janitor. And Bayer's quote about working with them was that unlike other artists he worked with, Cobain was not vain, but was interested in making a video that said something about who they truly were. So this is like the exact opposite sentiment from our earlier Black Hole Sun Right. They were just like, whatever, we're going to uh, play whatever, it. do whatever you yeah. want, we don't give a shit. Yeah. Right. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me either. Uh, it seems to me, from what I know about them as a band, that they gave lots of shits about mm-hmm. how they were portrayed and that they yep. wanted to feel very authentic, and it does still feel very authentic to me. Yeah. It is exactly as I remembered it. <laughs> so, I don't know what your notes are. So you didn't say the most important part was that. Which is what? Did you read about what where the smells like Teen Spirit came from? No, because I was reading specifically about the video. So my understanding, and this may be apocryphal, but my understanding is that Kurt Cobain, somebody either said it to him, or like you smell like Teen Spirit, or wrote it, or something, and he thought it was like this anthem of rebellion like teen spirit right and because he didn't know that there's like that a brand of deodorant that's ah! teen spirit and so he wrote like he wrote this song thinking this is some rebellious anthem teen spirit right. but it was really just somebody saying you smell like this particular deodorant oh my god that's maybe th- that might be apocryphal i don't know if i that's don't a care story, i love but, it anyway uh yeah so that's headcanon now <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> i said it's hard to watch this video now Knowing all the sort of different varying baggage that Nirvana has, just saying the name Nirvana, I think, because it was really the it was the breakout beginning of the grunge scene mm-hmm. um, and hugely influential. And then three years later, Kurt Cobain was dead. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to watch it without also processing all the stuff that came after this. Sure. Um, I had a hard time sort of separating and just trying to focus on this video itself. I do think at 91, I was too young and I think I missed the cutoff for having Nirvana be like really hugely influential in my life. I think so too, but I remember people being, I remember being adjacent to people who were really experiencing that. Yes. Yes. And absolutely. I remember that it was a thing. Yes. Absolutely. And, I I think that that actually that distance allows me to just enjoy it for what it is and not yeah. feel quite as tied up with it. And yeah. I remember like, do you remember the Weird Al Yankovic yes. <laughs> version? Oh, absolutely, yeah. So I remember like, man, I fucking speaking of first albums, Bad Hair Day was one of my first <laughs> um, albums. I also, if we're gonna, if we're telling that story, I also got um, Bush. I think Glycerin, whatever that oh, one yes, was. Oh yes, that and was. And then. Yes. Um, Oh my god! I, no doubt, those were my no first doubt. three. I bought three CDs when I got I got for Christmas. I got a CD player, and those were my first yeah. three CDs that I bought at Media Play. <laughs> Media oh, Play is fun. And One of my CD first was uh, Jagged Little Pill. 
Do you know Jay? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Nice. I just listened to my best friends of that all the time. I don't think I, I don't know that I owned it, but I like <laughs> listened to it enough that I might as well have. Anyway, I remember a friend saying like, oh, well, I'm mad at Weird Al because he made fun of Kurt Cobain and he's my like Jesus. And I was like, who gives a shit? Yeah. Like, yeah. so, but I do remember people feeling a lot of fucking feelings about oh, yeah. him. Yes. I was one of the youngest cousins. I had a lot of cousins on one side, and there were very many of my older cousins who were very much enmeshed in the yeah. Nirvana grunge thing and crushed when Kurt Cobain yeah. killed himself. See, my and... older people were not – like, my siblings were older, my cousins were older, but, like, my sister was already in her, like, dirty hippie phase by this point. <laughs> she was listening to The Grateful Dead, like – and so – yeah, I just didn't have that same experience. Yeah. Um, well, this, this is the super iconic yes. for a million reasons. Like I remember, and then you know the cheerleaders with the anarchy symbol mm-hmm. and like tattoos and you know his outfit. It, like if you were gonna dress up like Kurt Cobain for Halloween, like that's the outfit you would wear. Right. Man, Dave Grohl looks young. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> like yeah. holy shit, and he still looks great. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know what he's doing. Maybe not a ton of drugs. I don't know, but he looks good. It's funny because I was actually probably more a fan of the Foo Fighters than I ever – because it hit. The Foo Fighters came around at the right yes. time for me, whereas Nirvana was just a little bit too early. But I was a big fan of Foo Fighters when they started – when he started making stuff. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, this is definitely in my nerd canon. I don't, I don't yeah, know. me too, for sure. Um, Even though it wasn't I mean, hugely influential in my own childhood, I think it's hugely influential oh, in the music right. scene. I have actually – that's funny because I've actually assigned this as homework to really? students. Really? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I um, had students that uh, – a book club in a, at a different job and, and we watched – princess bride and they were into it and it was a little bit my job to show them some of these things that they needed to see Mm -hmm. and i mentioned one time uh something about kurt cobain and they were like who's kurt cobain and i'm like nope (laughs) um so i was like you need to go home i like wrote it on a post-it you need to look up this on youtube so i have already assigned it as homework and i will continue to do that's awesome yeah okay so our next video is 1979 by Smashing Pumpkins from Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness. This was in 1996. It was directed by Jonathan Dayton and Valerie Ferris. Won the MTV uh, Video Music Award for the Best Alternative Video in 96. Follows a day in the life of disaffected suburban teenagers driving around in a Dodge Charger. Corgan came up with the concept. Upon finishing, I thought this was great. Upon finishing the video shoot, the band flew to New York to perform. However, all tapes of the footage were accidentally left sitting on top of a car and were <laughs> lost when the driver drove away. Nice. And the group had to fly back and reshoot some of the scenes. That is fucking delicious that's, to me because, again, not a thing that will ever happen again. Like, the only version is this hard, you know, is this hard copy on a tape that has fallen off of a car. Right. And it's dead now. So that's really funny wow. to me. Yeah, I thought she'd like that. Uh, so Corgan, Billy Corgan is in the back seat uh, singing, and the other band members are uh, throughout the thing. So um, James E. has then the convenience store. Uh, Darcy Retsky is the neighbor. Jimmy Chamberlain is a policeman. Um, and then they're, they're the band at the party scene. But they were kind of just throughout the video, which I thought was cool because especially in a pre- like, I mean, the internet was a thing, but not quite as much of a thing now. Like, right. you might not have known that unless you were, like, a super fan. You might not have recognized them. No. So I thought that was no, kind of cool. Not. 
I will say Smashing Pumpkins is another one like Weezer for me that like I'm ambivalent to positive about, not that's where I am too. in love with. Yep. I do like this this and Tonight Tonight. I feel like these songs, man, they're like they're a certain vibe, which I'm not I'm not mad at at all. Like mm-hmm. right. So and this video is that's what I wrote. This is such a vibe. Like yeah. This like kind of nostalgic driving around perfect summer night like man i gotta tell you like i was so pissed when i grew up to be like a teenager and like a young adult in college that like life was not as cool and sexy <laughs> as what these like videos and coke commercials led me to believe was gonna happen i never had like <laughs> like smooching on a mountainside on a sultry evening right. with fireflies and shit but but it was a cool vibe yeah i don't know definitely yeah i mean you're gonna see over and over again that like disaffected youth theme right that's never gonna go away i think it's interesting to find those videos from generation to generation and just keep comparing them it'll be interesting to say like look yeah. you know i was once not a sellout <laughs> like, <laughs> right. i wasn't always a dork i guess but i also same thing smashing pumpkins was never my thing it was a thing i am moderately positive about i like smashing pumpkins all right yeah. but it wasn't something that i wanted to go out and buy all the smashing pumpkins like i wasn't really a fan of theirs but right. it was they were so big that you knew yeah, about absolutely. it there uh, was a cool there was like the cool underwater cam which i feel like is in a lot of videos in this time mm-hmm. there was a cool uh tp cam when they yes the yes paper. i that also cool. noticed yeah that was cool i was wondering um, there's no GoPro. What did they do? How did they do I that? I can't imagine. Mm-hmm. But there was a fuck ton of toilet paper on that tree. Yeah. Like, that was a truckload of toilet paper. There is no way some dumbass kids are putting that much toilet paper on a tree. Just, have like, you ever toilet papered a tree, Paul? Have I ever toilet papered a tree? Yeah. Yes. Ah, you see, you're already cooler than me. I've never done any of that fun shit. <laughs> there was so boring. This this video has the same sort of vibe as there were so many. I think maybe more when we were the high school age, uh, like these teen videos that came out that were yes the teen party. That's what I mean. I hijinks. never saw a party like that in my real life. Right, maybe no. once I saw like the like suggestion of that kind of party. Right. Then that didn't happen. Right? No, and I, I feel like it does. It gives you that sort of unattainable, but like sort of beautiful, shimmery, kind of melancholy vibe right. of like what. Were we like, just not cool enough like, to go to like. I mean, that's entirely fucking possible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. I don't know. Let us know if you went to fucking parties like that, guys. I didn't. There were parties, but they weren't. It, it, there's never a point. Like. The movie, like I definitely, yeah. There's like a, a a platonic ideal of a teen party that you see in movies, and it never actually works out that way, right? Uh, right, right. I think Billy Corgan is a weird ass looking dude. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he's a weird looking dude, and I, I couldn't, I could not find one. a normal picture of him. I think he's just yes, always weird looking. That's not how he looks. Right. And the other thing I wrote down: the fake cops in this video are awesome. <laughs> They're so fake and terrible. You said one of them was a was who? Uh, was the, somebody? Whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. They're so fake, but it's funny. Yeah. Uh, and then the other thing I wrote down was, and this goes for. I actually wrote down on on smells like Teen Spirit, and I was thinking about it earlier when we were talking too. But I at the time probably listened to this more on the radio than watched the video. Yeah, I agree. Any of these songs probably listened to more on the radio than watched the video, and. Almost never knew exactly what they were actually saying. Oh, what the fuck is this song even about? What are the words? I have no idea. And I know the words to everything. Like, you can 
there's this weird thing where you can sing along with a song but you're not actually singing any words. You're just making the noises that they yep. sound like when yep. they're singing. And there's so many of these songs. And I feel like now I'm much more inclined to be like, oh, I'm going to look up the lyrics. And it's yeah. 10 seconds. Yeah, is that because it just wasn't as easy to look them up? And it wasn't a thing. I, I mean, you just – I knew the I know the refrain. You can belt out the refrain, right? Sure. But then – Exactly. And so many of these – but it doesn't matter. I don't, I just, that's all you need. <laughs> I don't, I never understood exactly that's what. That's also what Billy Corgan is doing. I never so. understood what Kurt Cobain was saying for most of the Smells Like Teen oh, Spirit no, video. No. But then the parts that would like overtly rhyme or that you would really yeah. know. Yeah. So. At the end, Leonard, like in, uh, at the end of the world as we know it, Leonard Bernstein. Exactly. You just know the parts yeah. that you, <laughs> you just know the parts that you yell. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a real funny bit. Uh, some comedian talking about Billy Corgan losing his keys and he does he makes fun of him singing about it and Billy Corgan's singing is kind of bonkers yeah um is this a new nerd canon uh no no it's not in mine either no I was thinking as we were talking I, I wonder if I would have felt differently if we had chosen tonight tonight because I remember yeah. that that was a cool video but yeah yeah this they have, like is top okay hats and stuff in it, that video they're in they're they in, do yeah. they're in like the silent movies yeah well maybe we'll watch that for a different one and give him another chance yeah so our last one for this episode is uh, The Rain Super Duper Fly by Missy Misdemeanor Elliot, uh, 1997, directed by Hype Williams. Um, so the most notable aspect of this video, I will let Paul talk about when we get to that point, which would be the crazy outfit. I'm sure that's your only note. <laughs> that's one of my three notes. <laughs> yep. How did you know? So, as I was, I just know you, friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I was watching this, I kept thinking that I maybe recognized people, but I wasn't sure. So I looked up a list of all the cameos for you: okay. Timbaland, uh, Taj Johnson, George from SWV, uh, Yo Yo, Lil Kim, Total, Seven O Two, Debrat, Lil Cease, and Puff Daddy. Okay. I recognized some of them, but not others. Uh, the video was nominated for Best Rap Video in 1987 VMAs, and the just as a note about the song the the chorus is a sample of ann peebles 1973 single i can't stand the rain um and that's the only part that you can sing along to if you're me so <laughs> i know plenty of people who can belt out every single of the rap lyrics but i can't no nope. so that is my fun facts about this one um now, go. What's, up, what's puff daddy up to now i haven't heard about i don't know P. he's Diddy. not puff daddy anymore right He's just like his regular name now, I think, Sean Cohn. Yeah, I think so, too. I remember it being a thing when he went from Puff Daddy to P. Diddy. Yes. I remember that being a thing. This is not a thing for me. The rain is not a thing. Maybe you can convince me why I should have this in my nerd canon, because it's so culturally relevant or important in some way, but it wasn't on my radar at all. I just, it was on my radar because it was just on freaking all the time that, that year, and I... Really felt like, and and I could be wrong. There could be others. This is not obviously not my style of music. My style of music is um, Trent Reznor, beginning and end. Um, <laughs> and this was 1997, so like I was busy. <laughs> I was busy with other things, but I was also watching MTV constantly because yeah. I was trying to watch Trent Reznor scratch his own neck in yeah. the water. And I kept seeing Missy Elliott in that fucking garbage bag outfit with That's the, the best legs. part. It's the best part. That's what I wrote. And she's so cool and like, I just, I, now as time has passed, I just think she's super cool and I like her. Um, It's still not my favorite music, but 
I will also say there's like weird camera stuff in here mm-hmm. where they do some of the weird face stuff to her yeah. that they yeah. were doing in the Soundgarden video, yeah. which I thought was really funny. <laughs> like a lot less. Um, it's more like know, fish eye lens sort of. There's the fish eye lens, but there's a couple points where they exaggerate, like her lip mm-hmm. pops out or her eye pops out. Like there's a couple mm-hmm. parts where they like distorted her face a little bit. She has such a great smile. There's a part where she like kind of half over her shoulder, like gives this like really flirty smile to the camera. And I think she's really dreamy in that moment. I don't know. I, there's that green outfit on the hill that also reminded me of Black Hole Sun because it was just her sitting in front of a green <laughs> yeah. screen, obviously. Yeah. My last note is Puppy! <laughs> <laughs> so it's not as though this was like my favorite song or my favorite video or anything. I just, I remember that, that like fisheye lens mm-hmm. and dancing like in sort of a weird industrial fan vacuum thing mm-hmm. was, was a thing. And then also, oh, like is that dance squad of hot girls just wearing underwear, but then also work boots? They, they have like have full shirts on, on, just underwear. No, they don't. They don't have pants. They don't have pants on. It's not just, uh, they have like <laughs> bikini bottoms or something, or like. That, whatever, it looks like that is underwear adjacent. But they, they, are, they have shirts. shirts? That Yes, they're wearing shirts. They're porky pig in it. They got no bottoms. <laughs> yeah, and then right. they have work boots on. Yeah. I'm not, like, whatever, I'm not mad. Because in the beginning, it's a, it's a male dance crew, and they're wearing, like, work clothes and stuff. Did you yeah, watch the video? <laughs> There's chicks. There's chicks wearing underwear. Yeah, that's the so that's like yes. the second crew, but the first crew yes is men and they're wearing like yes. work clothes and they're dancing around in the rain. Sure. They have pants on. They have pants. Okay, well, <laughs> but do they have shirts on? I don't know. That's a great question. Yeah. They have. If you put them together, they have a whole outfit. Maybe yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I also remember that like dance squad thing being really popular. Like yes having it and i just that's like i don't know a thing i haven't seen in a while so i don't know i don't even know that it goes in my nerd canon i just wanted to put something on the list that was something i really remembered from that time and something that wasn't maybe something we would necessarily pick this is again when i when i say about like being subjected to things that maybe weren't your Mm -hmm. you were at the mercy of whatever was going to be played but there i do i found that when i turned it on i was like oh yeah i kind of like this like but i never would have picked it at the time I really I like I the plastic him. suit with the sunglasses slash hat. That's the yeah, best. it's fucking red. <laughs> <laughs> like, so maybe I would have my girls watch it because yeah, it's cool and she's cool and like I also like that she's the star of this show and she doesn't look like a lot of the other like hot R and B singers at the time. Yeah. Like she wasn't super skinny and half naked, and I like that. And she was very unapologetic about it. And yeah. I still think she looks hot as hell. Yeah. And I don't know. To me, like. I think that's pretty great. I wrote iconic like three times, so I guess it does go in my nerd okay. canon. I don't know. This is another. This is gonna be the same thing, maybe as Perfect Drug, where I'm like, sure, if it's mm-hmm. a, a particularly, I don't maybe know enough about hip hop right. or rap enough to say. Right. And might there be a better song that right is more iconic? Maybe, but I remember this one. <laughs> I'll say I'm gonna say yes. Unless someone tells me that's a bad idea. Yeah. If you want to make a case against it, yeah. you can let Paul know. Yeah. Well, but if you do that, you have to say one that's better. Right. Yeah. Of a similar ilk. Yeah, yeah. All right. Fair. I would take that as well. So, yes, but okay. email us and tell me why I'm wrong. Okay. All right. That sounds good. Or light up Beth's Instagram. 
Yes, please do. <laughs> please do. Um, speaking of, thanks for listening. Thanks to Joe Costanza. You can find us on Twitter at NerdCanon. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at NerdCanon Podcast. You can email us at NerdCanonPodcast at Gmail with suggestions, comments, concerns, other videos for Paul to include in his canon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks very much for listening. So until next time. Don't let the nerd die. Oh. Oh. <laughs>